Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Hey guys, this is WWE superstar Charlotte Flair, and you're listening to Wells Mania Podcast. Woo! Hey, yo. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the most underrated wrestling podcast in the world. You are now running wild with Wells Mania Podcast, and I am your host, the Kyle Wells. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Wells Mania. Like me on Facebook at Wells Mania. I do it for the Instagram on the IG at Wells Mania, and I'm also on TikTok at Wells Mania, and wherever it is in the world where you are running wild with me. Thank you so much for tuning in right here. Episode 58, dedicated to the late, great WWE Hall of Famer, the bad guy, Razor Ramon. Or... Scott Hall, because this is going to blow your mind. They were the same guy. And the reason why I say that with a big smile on my face is because earlier this week, I was asked by one of my coworkers... If Scott Hall and Razor Ramon were the same person. And I said yes. (laughs) Because there are people out there who are not aware. And that is uh, my responsibility to educate. And there are no dumb questions when it comes to professional wrestling. So if you... Don't know if somebody is somebody. (laughs) Ask. It doesn't hurt to ask. But earlier this week, we all received very unfortunate news that absolutely rocked the professional wrestling world. Scott Hall, a.k.a. Razor Ramon, was placed on life support after suffering medical issues related to a procedure on a broken hip. And he suffered three heart attacks. And then ultimately his family made the decision to take him off life support. And he passed away at the age of 63 years old. And I'm very honest. I'm a very honest guy. And I'm very surprised that Scott Hall made it into his 60s. Because if you know or if you don't know, Scott Hall had a very long battle with drugs and alcohol and there would be videos that would surface showing him drunk very sad to see that but then diamond dallas page and ddp yoga because ddp and scott hall were best of friends and ddp took scott hall under his wing and revitalized him And I think that's what helped extend 
Scott Hall's life. And thank you to Diamond Dallas Page for caring and honestly helping Scott Hall make it into his 60s because I know that I'm not the only one that feels that way. We were blessed with all those extra years of having Scott Hall here with us. And when you talk about the 90s in professional wrestling, Razor Ramon Scott Hall is a staple from my childhood when he was Razor Ramon and then my teenage years when he was Scott Hall. When I was a kid, I had the Hasbro action figures of Razor Ramon and he was always my Intercontinental Champion. Even when I had the Jax action figures of Razor Ramon, he was my Intercontinental Champion. And then when he went to WCW and was a co-founder of the New World Order, which, by the way, changed the wrestling world forever. And for anybody else in uh, WCW, (laughs) hey, you want to go to war? You want a war? You're going to get one. His cool factor rose even more. He's arguably one of the coolest wrestlers of all time, one of the greatest intercontinental champions of all time, and one of the greatest superstars to never win the world title in WWE or WCW. So on this episode, episode 58 of Wells Mania podcast, I've got a top 10 list in front of me. My personal my top 10 favorite Razor Ramon Scott Hall matches. And I got this idea. I was inspired by my dude, my good brother, friend of the Wells Mania podcast, Eddie Haggerty, AKA Tokyo, the same dude. Yes. Just like Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, Eddie Haggerty and Tokyo are the same dude. He does a daily video on YouTube. You can go to YouTube right now. Type in tuned in with Tokyo. subscribe button he does all sorts of cool daily videos where he just talks about his life in general and he does top 10 lists and i was like oh tokyo that's such a really cool idea on a future episode of wells mania podcast i'm gonna do top 10 lists well that day has come here we are this is my top 10 favorite razor ramon scott hall matches and let's kick things off here at number 10 We go back to Survivor Series 1992, Razor Ramon and Ric Flair versus Macho Man Randy Savage and Mr. Perfect. This was an opportunity for Razor to team up with one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, the nature boy Ric Flair. And because they're both heels, they lost this match via disqualification and thus helped pave the way for the bad guy to rise in the WWF. Coming in at number nine, a very underrated match from SummerSlam 1994. After all, this is the most underrated wrestling podcast in the world. So I appreciate underrated superstars and underrated matches. Razor Ramon versus Diesel at SummerSlam 1994. Razor Ramon would retain the Intercontinental title But guess who was in his corner? Shawn Michaels was in Diesel's corner. But guess who was in Razor Ramon's corner? 
Pro Football Hall of Famer, one of the greatest running backs of all time from the 1985 Super Bowl champion Chicago Bears, sweetness, Walter Payton. Talk about too sweet. So that was a really cool moment seeing Walter Payton with Razor Ramon. Coming in at number eight, Razor Ramon versus Bret Hart at the King of the Ring, 1993. Even though Bret Hart won, this was a really incredible match. Razor Ramon and Bret Hart had chemistry like no other. Whenever those two guys were in the ring, they put on a show, and this is not the last time that you're going to hear a Razor versus Bret match. Just keep that in mind. Coming in at number seven, Scott Hall versus Sting at WCW Uncensored 1998. Like I said, Scott Hall was never a world champion. This was a very close opportunity for him to beat Sting, but unfortunately he came up short. Sting won the WCW World Heavyweight title. Number six, another underrated rivalry from 1995. This one at the Royal Rumble 1995. Razor Ramon versus Jeff Jarrett. Double J, ain't I great? Jeff Jarrett, who would win the Intercontinental title in this match. But that rivalry from 95, Jeff Jarrett versus Razor Ramon was absolutely incredible. I really enjoyed that match as a kid. And back in the 90s, the Intercontinental title was prestigious. It felt important. It felt special. Razor Ramon really helped elevate the prestige of the Intercontinental title. Even though he was never a world champion, He made that IC title one that you wanted to compete for and win. So I credit Razor Ramon in the 90s for really putting over the Intercontinental Championship. Coming in at number five, we go to Monday Night Raw, May 17th, 1993. One of the greatest upsets in WWF history, the Kid versus Razor Ramon, and take it away. Razor missing. Boy, he really came in with that elbow. And I think Razor's dazed. One, oh. wait a minute. One, two, three. What is this? He got him. He got him. Got him. The Kid can't believe it. He beat Razor Ramon. Oh, look at he beat Razor Ramon. He beat Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon. Macho Man, Bobby Heenan, and Vince McMahon there on the call from Monday Night Raw. And the kid, Sean Waltman, would go on to be known as the 1-2-3 kid after upsetting Razor Ramon, shocking the world. And that match is so vivid in my brain from my childhood because that would go on to be a really fun feud. There would be a $10,000 match where... One, two, three kid would steal the $10,000 and dart out of the arena. Razor Ramon would chase after him, but one, two, three kid got away in the getaway car. That's just stuff that I will never forget from my childhood. So, yes, coming in at number five on my list, one of the most shocking upsets in WWF history the one, two, three kid defeating Razor Ramon. Coming in at number four, I told you. 
Razor Ramon versus Bret Hart would come back. Royal Rumble 1993. He's slapping on the He's got the sharp shooter. He's got that leg twisted around. No, no, no. All he's got to do is stand up here. No, no. And get that momentum. He's got it. He's got it. He's got him. Yes. It's over. I believe it. I don't believe it. Right now, let's go to Holland Bingo. The winner of this boat, and still, World Wrestling Federation Champion, Rock Hickman. Such an incredible match, and I really enjoyed the 1993 Royal Rumble. I enjoyed that card from beginning to end, and I was a Bret Hitman Hart fan, so I was thrilled that the Hitman retained the WWF title, defeating Razor Ramon. But Bret Hart and Razor Ramon's chemistry, incredible. Those guys always put on good matches when they would go one-on-one with each other. And then we get to 1996, coming in at number three on my list, Bash at the Beach, 1996, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and the third man versus Lex Luger staying in Macho Man Randy Savage. And as we all know, the third man would go on to be Mabel, No, not Mabel. Hulk Hogan turning into Hollywood Hulk Hogan, thus the greatest heel turn of all time, thus the birth of the new world order. Well, the first thing you got to realize, brother, is this right here is the future of wrestling. You can call this the new world order of wrestling, brother. NWO, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Hulk Hogan, they changed the wrestling game forever. That match comes in at number three on my top ten. Number two, SummerSlam 1995. Wait a minute. Look at Razor. Razor, what's going to happen? Razor, Crash, you're going to come in a championship belt. Hit him, hit him. Stop it. Why? Razor spins Shawn Michaels around. Come on, hit him, hit him, hit him. Razor hands him the Intercontinental Championship belt. Look at this. Yes. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about for sure. Two WWE Hall of Famers putting on an incredible match at SummerSlam and I love the embrace between Razor and Sean after that match. Even though Razor did not recapture the Intercontinental Championship, it was still one of the best ladder matches of all time. But if you're going to talk about Sean Michaels versus Razor Ramon in an Intercontinental title ladder match, coming in at number one on my top ten favorite Razor Ramon Scott Hall matches... Champion. 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 
Fisher is the undisputed champion, but at what price? What did it cost him? What a matchup with Shawn Michaels. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, from 10-man tag team matchup to be followed by the last championship matchup in there, ladies. Look at this. What is he doing? Once again, climbing up for all to see. There's only one undisputed intercontinental champion now, and that's the man. Listen to the salvation. Arguably one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. The legendary ladder match for the Intercontinental title to become the undisputed Intercontinental title. Because if you remember, Shawn Michaels had the fake Intercontinental title. Razor Ramon had the real Intercontinental title. So the only way to settle it is to put both titles hanging from the rafters at Madison Square Garden in an Intercontinental title ladder match at WrestleMania 10. Razor Ramon, the undisputed Intercontinental Champion. And that right there, my all-time, all-time favorite Razor Ramon Scott Hall match, WrestleMania 10. A staple from my childhood. That right there, my top 10 favorite Razor Ramon Scott Hall matches of all time. Tweet at Wells Mania. What is your favorite Razor Ramon Scott Hall match of all time? time now a couple of years ago right here in indianapolis indiana i got the opportunity to meet scott hall and kevin nash the outsiders which was too sweet at the days of the dead convention and if you're not familiar with what the days of the dead convention is it is a horror movie scary movie thriller convention and yes they book wrestlers along with actors and actresses that played in horror movies and they've got graphic designers and merch and all sorts of really cool stuff if you've never been to a days of the dead convention and you like that genre i highly recommend you attend because it is worth the price of admission so i started thinking one what am i going to get autographed by scott hall and kevin nash and two What am I going to wear for the picture that I get with them? Well, I am a huge action figure collector. You know this. And I really like when I get the opportunity to meet wrestlers to have them sign the action figures that I have in my collection. And I have a lot of autographed action figures from wrestlers that I have met over the years that I cherish then, now, and forever in my collection. So Big Sexy Kevin Nash autographed a ringside exclusive nwo wolfpack kevin nash action figure with the red paint pen and then i had scott hall autograph this awesome razor ramon defining moments action figure with the purple paint pen and those are in my personal collection so then i started thinking you know what shirt am i gonna wear And Homage, which if you're not familiar, Homage is a t-shirt website, homage.com. They do not sponsor the Wells Mania podcast, by the way. I just love putting over products that I personally believe in. Homage t-shirts are super soft, very comfortable, and they have a lot of different designs to choose from, from sports, movies, music, TV, professional wrestling. So I saw this Outsiders t-shirt. It's a red t-shirt, and normally I don't wear red, 
But this T-shirt was really cool. And like I said, it's on my Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. There's a picture of me with Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, and I'm wearing the T-shirt. So I buy the T-shirt, and then I wear it to meet Hall and Nash. Well, (laughs) as I'm walking up to the table to get my autographs, Scott Hall looks at me and he goes, Hey, yo, where'd you get that T-shirt? And I'm like, homage.com. And Kevin Nash was like, what's uh, what's homage.com? And then I told them what it was. And Kevin and Scott kind of look at each other like, oh, okay, okay. Well, then I get my picture with them. They sign my action figures. And I didn't think anything twice about it. I tweeted out the picture, tagged homage in it. And then a couple days later, I get a DM from homage saying, thank you for introducing Scott Hall and Kevin Nash to homage. And I'm like, oh, that's why they were acting kind of like confused with what was going on. They had no idea that homage made a t-shirt with them on it. So I played a role in Scott Hall and Kevin Nash being introduced to homage.com. So there's a little fun fact for you. So that's a really cool memory that I have from meeting Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. And I'm really glad that I had the opportunity to meet the Outsiders. And WWE Human Encyclopedia, Jared Giles, huge pop right now. This right here, believe it or not, was the original entrance music for Holland Nash, the Outsiders, which you can hear at the very beginning of Bash at the Beach, 19. 19- 96. Am I going to close out the episode with this very underrated entrance song from the 90s? Here to close out episode 58 of the most underrated wrestling podcast in the world, Wells Mania Podcast. This right here. Pack is back, cause I'm mass destruction. Guess who's seeing the bad boys arresting Still a banger in 2022, the NWO Wolfpack entrance music, Scott Hall, a member of the even cooler version of the NWO, the NWO Wolfpack 2 Sweet! I love it. I absolutely love it. Thank you all so much for running wild with me right here on this tribute episode to the late, great WWE Hall of Famer Scott Hall, a.k.a. Razor Ramon. His legacy will live on then, now, and forever. Until next episode, stay positive, run wild. And dominate the day! I'm the gonna leave you the punishment for making enemies with these souls.